Yo, what's up, guys? It's me, Good Looking Lee, 1L2Es. This interview you're about to hear is my first phone interview. And I got the one, the only, Frank Have Mercy on the phone with me. Uh, we just chop it up. So thank you for taking your time to check this one out. Hello? Hey, Frank. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, it's Good Looking Lee from the Thank You Later podcast, man. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Of course, I really appreciate y'all. 100%. What's up with you? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm just at the crib waiting for this game to come on. Oh, yeah. Who you going for? Uh, I've been a LeBron fan since I was like 12. So That's what I like to hear. today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just talking about the game earlier, and I'm like, yo, listen, LeBron got to take it. And they telling me, you know, LeBron don't really have much help. I'm really not hearing that. LeBron taking it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. So I think they're going to win in seven. Hopefully. This is what I'm saying. See, I knew it. I knew, I knew, I knew it was a reason I, I, I fucked with you, son. Yeah. Um, but uh, for those of y'all that's listening that don't know, uh, Mr. Frank Have Mercy is on the phone with me right now. This is one of my biggest interviews thus far, and I'm really excited to have you on the show, man. Yo, I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited. This is my first time ever calling in or on air, so. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Oh yeah. yeah, had to be with Thank Me Later. So um, you know, I, I got I got a bunch of things I wanna talk to you about. Um first I wanted to talk to you, you know, you you from Fayetteville, correct? I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, that's right. You ever heard of uh St. Andrews in Laurenburg? St. Andrews. I heard of it, never been up there. Yeah, yeah, don't go to Laurenburg. I went there. It ain't nothing there. Oh wow. <laughs> it ain't nothing there. And Is that where you're from? Nah, I'm from Brooklyn. But uh I had okay. got a scholarship out there to St. Andrews and uh okay, cool. I got out there, I was out there for a year. And, you know, we played in Fayetteville and stuff. And, you know, Fayetteville is really where you go when you're in Lorenberg because it's only, like, 45 minutes out. So it's like if you want to do something, you go to Fayetteville. So when I first, right. like, got, got like, a whiff of you and your work, I was like, yo, he's from Fayetteville. Like, because everybody is like, nah, like, we, we got J. Cole, but don't nothing really come out of here. So right. I, I was just like, yo, like, that's crazy. Like, you just restored the hope. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That's crazy. Yeah, because I, I was like, nah, son, he's from Fayetteville. Like, y'all got to know that y'all can do whatever. But um, I know I know you did you did some years in the forces. What what branch you was in? I was in the Army uh, from 2000, 2012 to 2016. Wow. What, what uh, I served in Afghanistan that? in uh, 2013. And you made it back safe. That's, that's made a it blessing. back safe, man. Yeah, definitely a blessing. Are you still in touch with, like, with, like your brothers? Yeah, I still talk to a lot. Of, I still got a lot of friends that's in the service. Uh, you know, I still talk to them pretty frequently. They call me every now and then just to get advice on, you know, a lot of them want to get out too, you know, but they kind of nervous to take that leap. So, you know. Yeah. So, so like, what what made you go to the Army in the first place? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you should know uh, Fayetteville is an Army town. Yeah. So my mom was in when I was growing up, so I knew it was like a, a good way to, um, I guess, have your own stuff, man. So I went to uh, Pine Forest and I went to Trinity Christian. Uh, I had a couple opportunities. I could have played ball at the next level, but I, I wasn't really feeling it. They wanted me to go to JUCO. and I was kind of over school at that time, so I just went to the Army instead, gave up, gave up the hoop life. Okay. Okay, yeah, so I, I thought that too, but I ain't never want to assume because I was just like, maybe he went to the Army because it's just such an Army-based thing over there. Right. But um. Yeah, I was just ready to have my own things, man. I was ready to have my own car, my own crib, uh, not depend on anybody for money. You know, I wasn't about the Pell Grant life or none of that. I was like, man, I kind of just want my own stuff. 
Yeah, see, and that, and that, I thought about it too. I thought about the forces. Every time it was time to go, though, something came up. Like I used to, I used to take pictures, so it was like, nah, my photography is picking up. I'm staying. Ah, uh, dope. Yeah, but like, um, what? When did you know that you know photography and, and media was like your thing? Man, uh, to be completely honest, I didn't even know that until I was probably like uh, 21, maybe. And how'd you uh, know? After I got back from Afghanistan, um, I just was, I was just toying around with it. I had. I, when I came back from Afghanistan, I was real detached from like regular activities like TV and going out and stuff. So I spent a lot of time by myself, um, and I just kind of picked up the camera. I was just walking around base, just taking pictures of bullshit, you know. Um, and I just developed a passion for it, and that's that's when I kind of knew. So when where did you get the the alias Frank Have Mercy? Um. So I, I watched a lot of uh, movies like Gladiator and Troy and 300. And uh, it was real rare back then for, like, the kings and stuff to have mercy on people. So I, I kind of played it off that. Those are some of my favorite movies. So I used to watch it over and over, especially when I was deployed. So That's fire. When I made Instagram, I just came up with the name before I even knew I was going to do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fire. That's dope. See, because I, I, I was always thinking, like, from when I started following you. And, like, I even I even caught, like, I caught you at a time where the mask wasn't like permanent, right? Yeah, yep. like, and I was like, nah, this name—it's always been like, nah, this is fire. So like, when, Dang, when, so you've been you've been following for a minute. Yeah, yeah, for a while, and it's crazy yeah. because I remember one time on your Instagram live, like, you was just talking, and I had asked you like, yo, um, so like, if if somebody was wanting to come out to LA and like intern for you would you be willing and you was like yeah just hit yeah. me and then like I had sent the DM and then your next live I'm like yo why you don't answer your messages and you was like nah I just have so many and I was like yo but I, by that time I had already put the camera down and I was like right. nah when I find like my lane like we'll meet up and then I just so happened I just was like yo why I never reached out to Frank for the show and I was like, yeah. you know, and I kind of thought like, nah, he's not going to answer. But I said, you know, what? I'm going to do it anyway. So like, that's why it's just so crazy. Cause I was just saying like, that was like two years ago. I was just like, yo, I'm a, I'll go to LA just to work with him. So it's Damn, just, Damn, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's really Yeah, wild. I just wasn't like, I'm still, I still don't feel like I'm in a, people tell me all the time I should get an intern or assistant. I just don't be feeling like I'm in a position right now to, um, just to provide for somebody like that for you to pick up and come all the way to LA. You know what I'm saying? I would want to be able to pay somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, nah, I just you know, was I, like super like, nah, his work is fire. Like, And then I was taking pictures at the time, so I'm like, nah, like if, if going to L.A. is what I got to do, I'm going. Yeah. And then it, you was actually telling us on live how like you had just up and moved with like some kind of not a lot of money in your pocket and i it's just oh, i had it like i had like 300 i ain't gonna exactly. lie like 300 bucks <laughs> and i was like yo i got i got more than that and yeah. i got faith <laughs> And I was like, nah, son, I'm going to ask him and I'll do it. But see, that's just how time it works. You know what I'm saying? The universe will let you know when it's time. And it just wasn't supposed to happen that time. Yeah, but, uh, 100%. It's all, it's all about patience and timing. Yeah. So, like, like when when did the, the mask become, like, permanent? Um, I want to say probably, like, toward the end of 2014. Okay. Uh, so it's probably been, like, almost four years now. Okay. Um, How'd you do so what that? happened? I was I was traveling a lot uh, illegally while I was in the army. I was just leaving and going to like Paris and Italy and New York. I would go to New York all the time. So I still got a New York number right now. Um, so 
to to cover my face while I would be gone, so nobody at work would know I would wear the mask. So it just kind of stuck and it attracted like an audience. So I just kept, I just ran with it. Yeah, that's that's fire. And then like, like I know you and McFly, like I know y'all like hand in hand. And when yep. I see like he incorporates the mask and like even like David Weeks, like I just be like, yo, son, Frank really did it, son. Like yeah. and then and then when you did the merch when you did the mask I was tight mm-hmm. I missed that I'm like nah because yeah the I'm about to make another one soon oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. so so what's when, crazy when, about David Weeks though uh, I gotta say like for me to get out the army I had him uh, you know he owned a, a company called Embellish NYC mm-hmm. so I had him write a letter uh, to my commander saying that he was offering me a job which he really wasn't you know what I'm saying um, and he signed off on it and he helped me get out the army early. Wow. Real yeah. friends. Yeah, some finesse for sure. That's fire. Nah, see, but y'all y'all three, I, I really have been like paying close attention because it's like it's like I just I was taking pictures and you know, I wanted to do videos and stuff, but it was just like it felt good. I just knew like, yo, I think I think God got something else for me. And right. then I found I found the show and the show's been doing amazing and I'm like, now it ain't no question. It ain't yep. really a question, but it was always something that kind of just didn't put my work over the top. And it, it was something within me because I was just like, mm, I don't even think I can. But, like, with the show, I don't think I can't. Uh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, cause I, but, you know, when you know, you know. And that's why I think, for me, seeing your work, it was always like, yeah, it's, some, it's something out there. Because, you know, you're not, I don't really pay too much mind to anybody else that's doing whatever I'm doing. Because it's just like, I get it. I'm proud of y'all. I just got to focus. But with your work specifically, I was just like, nah, like, can't nobody deny this. Like, even when you do, like, the photos where it looked like the person's spirit is kind of coming out of them, like the shadows. And yeah, stuff. yeah, like, that's nah. one of my favorites. Yeah, like, where you even find the inspiration for stuff like that? Man, that's those are the go back to the times I was still in the Army and in, uh, in the barracks, just locked in my room, you know, just experimenting with with different mediums and different different views and different perceptions. So that's where that came from. I just kind of learned how to do that. I, I was in contact with this uh, chick named Ayla El Musa, and, and she was always into, like, distorting stuff and doing Photoshop stuff. So she was teaching me some stuff just over FaceTime and stuff, and I would just experiment with it and, and put my own take on it, you know? Yeah, that's that's dope. You did your thing with that. Um, I'm big on uh mercy weather. We getting a lot of mercy weather in New York <laughs> right now. Um, so yeah. what wh- what exactly is mercy weather? Um, mercy weather for me is like uh, so I go back to those movies, uh, Three Hundred, Troy and Gladiator. Uh, those movies specifically, like usually when it's time for battle and all that stuff, it's always cloudy, um, like a warm tone or a cool tone. It depends, but you know it's always like dark and cloudy. So it was just a play on that. So I, I'm attached to the clouds at this point. Yeah, nah, you, you I, definitely, I every time it's cloudy, so I'll be like, nah, it's mercy weather in New York. Yeah, that's you amazing. Yeah, man. And then, like, you, I know you just did the uh, the Adidas uh, campaign. Right. And, and you, did a, you did a Nike design, correct? Yeah, so I did an Adidas campaign, and I did a Nike campaign also. Um, and as far as the Nike design, I just did a, uh, it was like a, they did a workshop at ComplexCon, and they let us design some shoes, so wasn't an official design like for them. Okay. Uh just a little workshop we did uh within within their compound. Okay. So like what what was it like to to see you know your hard work pay off with with two 
um, big companies like that. I mean, that's crazy. Like, I still got my Adidas and my Nike check. You know what I'm saying? Like, when those wow. checks came in, I was like, I got to keep these. I, like, FaceTime my mom's shoulder. Um, so I thought that was crazy. Cause my mom is the one who actually helped me buy my first camera, and she was real hesitant. Um, spending that bread, you know what I'm saying? Because I was kind of broke. Um, but now she she's you know she sent me a message the other day like yo I'm so proud of you and all that and I thought I was really dope so yeah I mean getting those Nike and Adidas checks just definitely means something. Nah, that's that's dope, man. So like when you when you sit down to go over something like a Nike and an Adidas campaign, like what what goes into that? Cause did you feel like pressure to um, step your your yeah? Yeah, aesthetic up or was it just like nah i'm good yeah what's amazing about it is uh both of those projects they told me like yo we want we want your style you know what i'm saying mm. um the nike campaign i did a little more uh things as far as logistics like i had to find a location and and help kind of scout the map the models and stuff um and the adidas one as well um so it, it was actually interesting you know they they gave me a lot of freedom they didn't really put no boundaries on me so all the pressure was on myself I, I didn't really feel i mean all the pressure was self-inflicted you know what i'm saying they didn't really put any pressure on me they they wanted my style and wanted me to do my thing so it was it was a blessing oh yeah oh see that's dope because a lot i think now in the industry we the people who are just now infiltrating we have like this this kind of filter where it's like I'm kind of nervous to work with y'all because do y'all want me for me? So you, right. you made them come to you for you. And that, that yeah. right there is so inspiring because it's like we could do it. Yeah, that that was that was an eye-opener for me. It just helped me realize I could do, you know, almost like anything pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So so how, how, did, you, how did you end up meeting McFly, who is an amazing um, artist, son? Yeah, that's my guy, man. He's like my best friend out here. Uh, well, in life, period. You know what I'm saying? We like brothers. But we met, um, I think we spoke a few times over the internet, but we actually met at like a, a house party out here in L.A., like a small house party. Um, yeah, so we just met briefly. I mean, we kind of recognized each other. And then and then from there, we just started kicking it all the time. That was like almost three years ago. So since then, we just been, you know, rocking out. That's my guy. Oh yeah. So, what about um the 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 plants? Cause you you kind of you <laughs> and DJ Khaled got me feeling like yeah, my yeah. backyard gotta be full of like plants. Like what what bring you to plants? Um, I was never really big into it. You know what I'm saying? I grew up around it. Like in Fayetteville, I grew up uh, in the suburbs, but I also grew up um like close to a like basically on a farm. Cause my grandma lived like in the country. You know, mm-hmm. so. I always had a knack for like, you know, messing with plants and growing vegetables and messing with animals and stuff like that. So when I got this spot and I and I find, I figured out how to keep one plant alive, I was like, man, I'm going to just keep seeing if I can add more and more and do it. Now I got like 25, 26 plants in my room. It's yeah, I seen crazy. the setup. I'll be, I'll be watching the story. That's fire. Yeah, appreciate the, it. The whole joint is is so fire. Um, What about the... uh. What I'm about to ask you, Sheila, I I don't forgot because like I'm just like, yo, this is so crazy. But uh, what about when you when you taking the time to decide who phone is that? My four Frank, my PR lady in here wilding. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Tell your phone. <laughs> um, no, nah, but uh, what about when you sit down and you go through? Because I know you about to do the, another book. You know right. what I'm saying? So like, how how do you 
how does one even start putting that together? Because I know you got work in the museum on on exhibition. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is it is it is it like do you restrict yourself from using those images? Do you force yourself to produce different ones? Um, I don't overthink um okay. a lot of things. So whatever I feel at the moment, that's pretty much what I do. I'm I'm pretty like much a sporadic person, which I'm trying to change. I'm trying to get more into uh, planning things out and being more calculated. Um. But yeah, like for the for the frequency um exhibition that's in Charlotte right now at the Harvey B. Gantt Center. Um, you know, I went over it with my business partner, Brandon Nixon, who I've been best we've been best friends since ninth grade. And he, he kinda helped me set up all my exhibitions and do all my merch and you know, just can, I consult with him every day about everything. Um and they um the Harvey B. Gantt Center gave me a little bit of guidelines of what they wanted. Um it is an African arts and culture museum, so they wanted different shades of different women and different men that were of African descent or, you know, just eth- ethnical. So so I went that route with that. And then as far as the book, like, I, there's no boundaries on that. I could just use whatever because it's mine. Right, right. So um, how, how was the transition from, like, just doing visual content to, like, your mm-hmm. apparel, the jackets, the jeans, you did your show? Like, how, yeah. how was that? It was a um it was definitely a learning process. Like I said, I just be hopping into things head first. So um I was always inspired by clothing and, and all that stuff growing up. Um I, I love to get dressed, you know what I'm saying? Everybody liked to be fly. Yeah. So to to get into the apparel was just a blessing to be able to express myself through that medium. Um as far as doing shows and stuff, that was something I just you know, I would see different artists do different shows and stuff, so I was just inspired to try to do my own, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when you first did the, uh, when you did the Xanero, uh portfolio. Mm-hmm. I remember yep. with, with Nate Robinson. Yeah, shouts to Zanero. That shoot I did with Nate Robinson that weekend in Charlotte. I was still in the army, and oh, uh, wow. that that day alone, they flew me out uh, for one day. I made I did a shoot. Me and Nate Robinson, I hung out with him uh, all day. We did a shoot. Yo, they paid me like two racks for that shoot. Wow. And um, on the on the way on the way back to the I was going back to the to my army base and I'm just like, yo, I got to I got to get out of this because I made two racks and I was only making like uh I can't even remember, maybe like 1600 a month in the army, something like that. Like 800 every two weeks. So I was like, I made more in a day than I make a whole month. So I was like, I got to get out of here. So what was your like was your mom nervous when you decided like, nah, I got to I got to go? I think she was nervous um a little bit. But I, but I think she just felt it coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so she always supported me with anything I do. So it wasn't really no second guessing. She was just making sure my ducks was in a row. Like, make sure you got a plan, which I didn't have really. But <laughs> that's you know, most of us, man. Yeah, she support though. So she, she, she was nervous. I was nervous too. But you know, fuck it. Are you an only child, Frank? No, nah, I got a, I got a younger sister uh, named Adriana who's married. Okay. Crazy. Okay. And she lives in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So, so do you? Did you consult with your sister, like when you knew you was about to take it serious? Was it like? Um, no, nah, I don't really so much consult with my sister. I tell her, you just that's okay. my little sister. I ain't consulting <laughs> about nothing. You know, I just tell her what's up. I'm like, yo, I'm you know I'm about to get out the army. I'm getting out. Uh, I think they pretty much knew. Like I always been. Uh, trying to do more than than what 
people see at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I've I've always been able to see past uh, the present and see kind of into the future and try to do different things. So it wasn't it wasn't too much fear. Like you you ain't you ain't was like oh, I don't know. Nah, man. I I think after going to um, Afghanistan, I, I mean, I wasn't really too scared of nothing after that. Life or death situations, like. See, with know. the Afghanistan thing, did you did you come back home with any kind of like PTSD or? Oh, one hundred percent. So um, when I came back home, I, I was in the I had depression, anxiety. Um, I had to go to counseling. I was going like twice a month to counseling at Behavioral Health. Um, and that helped me a lot. Okay. Any yep. any any trouble like sleeping? I hear nah, that. That's I sleep, a real I sleep thing. like a yeah, it's definitely a real thing, but I'm blessed. I sleep like an angel every night. Oh wow. <laughs> that's <laughs> what's up. Real. Frank living good. When yeah. did you when did you start getting like the tats? Was that in the army? Man, I had I, I started getting tats when I was fifteen. Fifteen, wow. Yeah, Things are different whole... down south. Yeah, it's a little different. I had a whole sleeve and my whole body tatted by the time I graduated high school. Oh, you was one of those kids. I always wanted to be like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always wanted to be like y'all. I was like, yo, my family told me I got to wait till I'm 18. They trash for nah, that. My mom took me to get my first one my 15th birthday. Wow. that's What was your first tat? Basketball tattoo on my arm. Okay. okay yep. Yeah, I, I be seeing Crazy. the videos too. You got, you got a jumper. Yeah, you know yeah. I was, you know, I was cool, man. When when did uh when did you decide to do the the head joint? Was it a spur of the moment? Um, yeah, I got a friend named Julius that got his whole head tatted. And, um, he's a barber and he shaved my head for me every now and then. And he always used to tell me like, man, you should just go ahead and blast your head, blast your head. Um, and it's something I had thought about, but I'm like, nah, I had to make sure I was like really in this life. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like it's like after that, it's no going back. Like you can't do nothing regular. So um. Yeah, I decided like a month ago, and then I flew to Dallas, and I stayed out there for three days, and I did three days straight with ten hours each session, and just knocked it out. Jeez, ten hours. Yeah, oh, nah. yeah, you you got a high tolerance for pain. Yeah, it was crazy though. Like that was a, I actually got a chance to like, cause I had to sit still so long, and I could, I couldn't really be on my phone or anything. Like, I was able to meditate, and like, it was crazy, man. I actually reached like a a place of zen while I was getting my head tatted. It was insane. Oh, that's different. That's different. Because yeah, so I, I different. got tats, and, and they hurt so much that I don't think I ever meditated. I yeah, never, it was. I never sat there. And it's, was like, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Man. I, mean, I mean, you can't really, you can't do anything about it. You just got to sit there. I was falling asleep, all kind of stuff. Falling asleep. Jesus. Crazy. I just had to relax and, like, and just breathe. And it, it was cool, man. I learned a lot about myself within those three days. That's cool. So I know I know you did the uh, the London trip, the meetup, and uh, yep. you, you actually infiltrated google how, how was that mm-hmm. so the meetup was separate from that that was like a month before i actually did the class okay um so but yeah i did the class out there in, uh at the google headquarters in central london um uh, which was amazing uh my, my boy brandon is on hooked that up he's an analyst at google um and i actually got another one coming up in, uh, in dublin in a few weeks oh okay when you yep. uh when you coming to new york with one um when when my when my business partner gets back stateside, I think he's gonna be uh, stationary in New York at the Google there in Manhattan. 
So I, I, I would be there way more often. I used to be in New York every month, but now I just be a little busy. But I think I'll be there like twice a month. Uh, yeah, I remember because when you was June. coming to New York, I was still in Lawrenburg. So I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, okay, so he's gotcha. always in New York. Cool. It's going to happen. Then I get back to New York, and then you went to L.A. And I was yeah. like, all right, cool. I was on the fence, man. I was like, you know, I didn't know whether I wanted to move to New York or L.A. when I was getting out the Army. But L.A. was the first place I made money off uh photography you know what i'm saying i think i did a shootout here in like 2015 for like 100 bucks you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so this is where i was like okay people are willing to like work with artists out here and it's just different you know what i'm saying it's a different network and, and social it's easy to socialize with people out here new york is a little more closed off oh yeah um, that's a fact you know people on the move they don't got time to be stopping and talking and chilling and none of that that's a fact how, how did you yeah. like London? Cause I like I just I just got back to New York a few months ago. I had yeah. moved out there. How, how you London, like London? London is just like New York, man. Um, a little slower, yeah. and the people are the people are very nice. They love Americans, uh, and they speak English. So it's it's almost like Paris, but with English people. So it's amazing. I love the architecture and the city, and they got your they kind got of good. weather often. Man. Almost too much. I was like, I gotta get back that and get some sun. I'm like, damn, son. Like, this is a lot of lot of clouds, man. It's- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, due to that, you know, a lot of people get get depressed over in London, man. Just staying over there because how how gloomy the weather is year round. Yeah. See, before you said it, I didn't even think about it. The weather really does affect you in in such mental ways. Yeah, wow. that's yeah, why I, I try to peaked. change the, uh, the the like the clouds. The mercy weather, I try to give it like a positive outlook because people are always like, oh, I hate these gloomy and rainy days. So I'm like, oh, I'm trying to make it a little, make it better, make it a thing. Right. And, yeah. and I mean, you've done it. You've done it. Yeah. And then, like, I, I remember when you, uh, like, you still do it sometimes when you do the, the pictures where you, like, you put the cloud on the, on the person. Yeah, I just I just put one up today, I think. Oh look, see, see, yeah. yeah, yeah when you yeah, when you started doing stuff like that, it was like, all right, I see him having fun with it. It was, for me, I took it as you know, you know, be good at what you do, but don't forget to have fun. Yeah, one hundred percent. It it was yeah. It kind of it it took me there, and I know like when I would show my friends, it would be like, that's fire, but why he's so depressed? And I'm like, oh, that's how yeah. I took it. I never got that. I never yeah, that was a misconception. Like I think that was a misconception. Um, that that's where the whole pain into art things comes into play. You know, like there is a darkness there, but it's it's, it's a lightness in that picture. You just gotta find it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, of course. When when yeah. did you um, when did you first like when you first went across the across the country? Mm-hmm. When did you first know like okay, people out here they really they really fuck with me? Um. I mean, the first time I ever went anywhere other than Afghanistan was uh, Paris. So uh, the first time I went to Paris, I was able to communicate with all these different people. And I met up with all these different creatives and models and stuff that barely spoke English that was willing to, like, you know, show me around and fuck with me. So that that's when I think I realized I'm like, damn, like overseas, they really rock with me. Like they go above and beyond. You know what I'm saying? Did you experience the whole like strangers support you first? Um, I think it was a mixture. Okay. Yeah, I think people that I went to school with and stuff uh never knew I was an artist, so it kind of took them by surprise. But um, I, I got it from both sides, for sure. 
and I know you you you're a vegan, right? I am. Yep. Okay, so you wasn't always a vegan, right? Nah, I wasn't always a uh, vegan, and I'm still transitioning. Like I still wear like leather products and stuff like that. In oh the, wait, it the gets that real. Vegans, you can't wear leather. It it gets that real. No wow. animal products in your life at all. So, um, but my intake, like everything I eat, is is vegan. You know what I'm saying? Where, where did that come from? Uh, just just knowledge and information. Uh, you know, just doing research and different. I uh, different friends. You know, David is a vegan too. David yeah. Weeks. Yeah, he's a vegan. Uh, he the yeah, one that so. really kind of for, for me at first was like, like it wasn't a fad with him because now everybody's like a vegan. Yeah. But it wasn't a fad for him, and then I noticed like you're a vegan, and I was like, this is a thing amongst people. Yeah, that I that's look why up I don't to. try to. I don't try to blast it too much, um, because I don't want it to be looked at as a, like a wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's really like. It's really real. Like, it it'll help your life. It'll help you uh, be more focused. It helps your body. I'm stronger than I ever been right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, probably in better shape than I ever been. So, it has a lot of perks, man. I'm able to think quicker. I'm able to wake up early and have have more energy. I don't feel sluggish in the day. You know, my skin is mad clear. Like, it's crazy. Oh yeah, he's not lying. His skin is beautiful. Um, if I, I would have known that going vegan help you get up early, I think I would have been doing it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I can't even say I'm transitioning, but I am yeah. more aware now of what I put into my. Yeah, body. I mean that's and that's where it starts. Like I honestly wish I would have been like that my whole life because we used to pick on kids that brought their lunch to school. Facts. You, you know I was what I'm saying? One of those. And, yeah, I remember going to school with a girl named Tyranny, and she uh she was vegetarian. She was like, yeah, my parents won't let me eat meat, and they pack my lunch every day, and we make fun of her. I'm like, you tripping. I'm about to get this pizza from the lunch line. Um, you know, and, and now that I think back, like, she was she was never falling asleep in class. She was, she, you know, she was always uh, very clear-minded, very thoughtful, um, made good grades. You know what I'm saying? She was just an all-around good person. I'm like, yo, all of that stuff got, had an effect on all of us growing up. Yeah, um, but we, I, we never even really put the, the, the two together. I, I didn't even nah. see the correlation until I got like I got grown and I started paying attention. Because it's like yeah. we just, it's taught to us, so it's natural. Yeah, I mean, it's all in the uh, the food pyramids a lie. Like, you know, all that stuff yeah. in school, like drink, drink milk and all that. All that stuff uh, is bogus. So they they put it on us at a young age, and that's how we raise. And it's just it's just a miscommunication. There's uh well misinforming us. You know what I'm saying? They feeding us the wrong information. Ain't no telling how could how good we could have been at sports and stuff if we was eating right and doing all the right things. Like it's crazy. Yeah, you know what though? Uh, I think it was two days ago. I just thought about it because I watched a video on YouTube. I never even paid attention to what they was putting in the water. Like Shorty, when yeah. the video was like, yeah, like I don't drink all water and i'm like listen what is water you're doing a lot now and she like think about yeah. it what can they put like what do they be putting in these waters and then she read the ingredients on what i forgot what brand it was and i'm like how you putting all of that in water yeah and that's why i've been rocking like, with oh, uh, yeah, nah. essential water yo i got i got a big bottle of essential in front of me too yeah that's I've been, crazy I've been, I've been rocking with the alkaline yeah but I, and i remember like i remember when dr cb was telling us about it you know, yeah. I, I, I it didn't go over my head, but I just was like, you know, I feel what you're saying, sir. But, you know, water is water. And then, you know, you start getting deeper. So that kind of woke me up. And then yeah. uh, it was it was she kept going and she just was like, think about it, though. Like animals eat other animals, but they're built to kill them. We can't yeah. kill an animal and eat it. 
And I was nah. like, yo. I mean, it's just like, you know, the, the perspective they put it for me is like, you're you going to go up to a pig and just bite it? She. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm reading see. a, I'm reading a uh, Dr. Seabee book right now. Oh, where? What book is that? Uh, it's called Seven Days in, uh, I don't want to mispronounce it, but Seven Days in Usha Village, A Conversation with Dr. Seabee. It's, it's really Googling it's really right dope. now. Frank got it. I yeah. need it. Oh, that sounds yeah. crazy. Super pause. Um. that sounds wild um but uh you know how like david got like reeves paris now Uh um do you see you know the mercy brand being like a full-on apparel brand yes um of course i mean i've been making cut and sewn pieces uh i just been releasing it under myself so i've been talking with my homie brandon right now we about to separate you know, myself from, from the clothing, that way I could release things as its own brand and not so much as merchandise, so to speak. Mm. Um, but as a, but as its own clothing entity, you know? Okay. Oh, that, that, yeah. that'd be, that'd be so crazy. If you, yeah, it's going to be amazing. When you get that, not even if, when you get that, that's going to be so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I got stuff in production right now. I'm about to release stuff uh, this month, probably like two weeks. Oh yeah. Send that kite. Yeah. I'm, I need yeah, yeah. on this one. I'm going to okay, get that. Bet. But um, when you, so now when you, you decide, okay, I'm about to do apparel and stuff, and I didn't know it was that real that, you know, vegans have to follow a certain guideline. Do you follow these guidelines mm-hmm. when you be making these clothes? Uh, I haven't been lately, but I'm but I'm trying to get on it. Uh, David has. He just made uh, the crazy biker jacket that he made yeah, with these pairs. Yeah, I saw that joint. Yeah, it's vegan leather. Vegan leather. Wow. Yeah. See, um, but it's all that's I opening used. me up to this stuff. Oh, this this yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah. So I don't want to say it no more. No, but I didn't know that. See, that was a thing because I always thought like, okay, his lifestyle is vegan, but I didn't know that there was an alternative. Yeah. So, uh, being a, a a real true vegan is is uh no animal products at all in your life. You know, you can't have no um, Gucci bags and all this stuff because it's all made from animals. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's a very touchy subject, you know, with people that really live and die by that. So that's why I don't go around blasting that I'm a vegan. Just my intake right now is a uh, vegan, and I'm aware, you know, what I'm saying, uh, and I'm all for you know not harming animals and all that stuff. So I'm I'm working on it. Yo, Frank, did you listen to the new Kanye album? I did. How you feel about it? Uh, sonically, it's amazing. Um, okay. I feel like okay. Yeah. What's your favorite track on there? Uh, my favorite track on there might be Yikes. Yo, this is what I'm talking about. Yikes is where it's at. Yeah. Yikes sorry. is where it's at. I, that that Pusha T album though, man. I've been listening to that heavy. You feeling that um, Pusha? I ain't gonna lie. I gotta I'm, give it another listen through. But I I know when I first heard it, I said this is crazy. This is yeah, a banger. I've been listening to it nonstop, like on repeat, over and over and over. Do you feel like with the um with the new Kanye? Well, it's not new Kanye. No, mm-hmm. yes, it is. He just dropped this. So with this new Kanye, do you feel like it puts us further away from the Kanye that you know we say that we miss, or do you feel like he's actually yeah. on to something? Um, you know, it's crazy to me because everybody always say they miss the old Kanye, but he always been he always been that dude thinking outside the box and thinking ahead. Um, if you think about all his interviews and stuff, he always been like five years ahead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's confusing to me what what people think. I mean, you know, it's a different kind of dude. Like he about to he about to touch a billion dollars. Like of course yeah. he's gonna be different. So 
I don't really, I don't really see the difference, but between the two, um, I think it's just an evolution. You know what I'm saying? He can't stay the same. There's no way. But I always like, tell people when you miss the old Kanye, you have Apple Music, you have Title. The old yeah, Kanye is still available. Dropout. Like, yeah, I'm I a, always I'm say a, that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I love College Dropout and uh, Graduation and uh, Late Registration. Oh, absolutely. My, my favorite projects is like you know 808s and Heartbreaks and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Yeezus. Like those are my favorite Kanye projects. So I don't really miss the old Kanye to keep it a, to keep it all the way real with you. Yeah, like some right. of the stuff he say right now is a little wild, um, and it gets misconstrued and taken out of context. But as far as music goes, like I love his new music. So you do feel like you could separate yourself from Kanye what he believes politically and what yeah. Kanye does sonically. Yeah. See, because well, when I know, say that he, on Twitter, it's a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I tweeted some stuff about Kanye the other day and people was going in on me, but um, you got to kind of think outside the box. It's like, they take stuff out of context. Like, of course, I don't agree with him wearing the MAGA hat um, and stuff like that. But but it's also like, you know, when he says slavery was a choice, like they just took that bit. And then ran with it, but but I look at it on the contrary. Like, okay, if Harriet uh, Harriet Tubman was freeing slaves and she, you know, escaped slavery, like, is that was that her choice? Right. You know, I look yeah. at stuff like that. Like, it maybe that was that was, was kind of her choice to leave and do that and go back and help people. So you know, you got slaves that didn't even know they were enslaved because they were just born into it. They thought it was normal. So I, I feel what he was saying. He just said it all the way wrong. Um, yeah, I just feel like his mouth was just moving super fast, and he probably yeah, wasn't and, processing. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure if you sit down with him today, he'll tell you that. Like, oh, you know, I was, you know, I probably should have delivered that a little different. You know what I'm saying? But I was telling people too, like, to a certain extent, like I don't, I don't, I don't agree with him saying, you know, slavery was a choice. But to a certain extent, right. it's relevant to us now because. Just because we ain't in chains physically and you can't see them don't mean we ain't in chains. Like, I always tell right. people, like, it's certain things, like certain tangibles. Why do you feel yeah. like you need that? Because you was yeah. taught that, that that's something yeah. you got to have. That's a certain type of being enslaved to that brand. Right, or it's still the same. Tangible. Yeah, and I think what he meant by that, you know, it was hundreds, thousands, like, um, when it, when you're talking about the ratio, like, from the master to the slaves. Like, it will be hundreds of slaves on the plantation. So I think where he was getting at was like, you know, what if they all came together and just, you know, rallied that? Right. Um, which which is, I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't really like talking about it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not <laughs> educated as I should be on on all that history because we ain't even really talk about it that much growing up. So This is a fact. And the yeah, history all they gave us wasn't always right. Yeah, we all kind of misinformed anyway. So it's like, I don't even really like to speak on it because I'm not all the way informed. Though. I would like to learn more about it. See, I think I think that that's a beautiful thing, though, because the fact that you're open enough to say, I don't know if what I if what I know is right, but I can't yeah. sit here and condemn the next person for believing in what they believe, because what right. I'm getting a lot of online is like he's wrong and he's wrong because I said he's wrong because what I'm saying is right. And I never, yeah. I always tell people, I'm never saying I agree with everything this man says. Right. I just think that there's certain things we can't take away from his catalog. Right. And, and I think that he's and, so relevant that it's just like, y'all y'all choosing to put his political views on his yeah. music. And it's like, bro, who, ha who haven't been wrong before? 
Yeah, that's that exactly it. You know what I'm saying? Who ain't said something that's wrong before that you'd be like, nah, that that's not right. Or nah, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not I'm not really ever looking for somebody to just say something and I just be like, Alright, they X'd out. I got family members that said dumb stuff before. I've said dumb stuff before, like you know what I'm saying? You don't just X out your family member when they when they do something you don't agree with. So it's like you know, I I think it's very small minded to to just, you know, people to be like, Oh, so and so is cancelled or whatever, like Okay, some stuff is unacceptable, but like, you know, at the end of the day, everybody, we all family, so it's like I don't know, something we got to deal with with each other. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Speaking of music, what is Frank listening to right now besides Daytona? Um, so I'm definitely listening to Daytona. I'm definitely listening to Yay. Um, I'm listening to a lot of uh, it's this artist out of London called The Code. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to a lot of his music. Uh, he's an electronic artist, very soothing, like uh you know, ambiance type music. Um, I'm listening to a lot of Travis Scott, you know, J. Cole, of course. Um, How you feel about those Cactus Jacks 4s? I think they're cool. I'm not, I'm not uh, breaking my neck to get them. Exactly. I thought it was me. Yeah, I'm not a fan of, like, blue shoes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um. So, but they, but they fire, and I'm happy for Travis. You know what I'm saying? I've been following Travis on the ground since he had, like, 400K, so I done seen Travis go to a whole new level. Um, so I'm definitely proud of Travis. I've been listening to Travis since the Al Farrell days. Wow! Yeah, you was really there. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's what I'm listening to right now. It's another group called KLLO. I don't really know how to pronounce that, but they really dope. Okay. Um, so when yeah. you when you need when you need like a playlist for for creating, is that is that a right. thing in your life? I don't. I'm not a fan of playlists because I like to listen. Uh, I like to listen to a project from one to the end. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think the most played artist on my iTunes right now is Sade. I listen to a lot of Sade. Um, you took it back. Like when I meditate, or when, or when I'm just, or when I just need to clear my mind and just kind of calm down and and relax and not have my thoughts racing. Okay. Um, because a lot of the other music kind of just make me bob my head and bounce and like you know it just kind of. <laughs> make me hyper so i try to sade really soothes me and relaxes me and lets me think clearly uh, so i listen to a lot of her see that's what that's what i've been uh i've been yeah slowly just morphing oh, into. I, 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 listen, I've been listening to, uh, I listen to a lot of weekend too man i oh, forgot yeah. to i forgot to the say new that yeah. weekend or the old weekend I mean, it's the same weekend to me man i, okay. I don't know man i'd be i'd be loving the the artist evolution like the weekend from House of Balloons to now, I think it's it's amazing. Like I don't, I I don't want him to. I w- I would be very selfish as a fan if I wanted him to be that same guy mm-hmm. that was scared to show his face, and you know now he's doing Coachella sets. Like I would be very selfish to be like, nah, I don't like this weekend. Like, you know, who don't want to blow and get big and be a pop star? Like, you know, I want that. Yeah, you right. You right. Yeah, I don't I w- know. For me, I love I love the weekend Sonic uh, evolution and his journey. I don't know how yeah. of balloons though. It kind of just sits with me. Like I, I just listen to it on repeat. Yeah, nah, I feel it. Yeah, of balloons, and that was when I thought the weekend was three people. I yeah, don't know yeah. who started I mean, that rumor, but I believed it. Yeah, I mean, we all thought it was, you know, however many people. <laughs> I was like, nah. So this one person, I'm tripping right now. Yeah, so crazy. um, in in a year, where where's the Mercy brand? Um, in a year. Um. I think it'll be pretty big. Um, are you talking about far as me or the clothing? Both, really. I never see. I I can't. 
I don't I haven't learned yet how to disassociate you from the merch. Right. I just um, y'all come together to me. I I really don't know. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is so sporadic and random in my life that you know uh, it's six months in right now and it's been crazy, like f- way further than I could have predicted it to be. So I don't even know. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. I know it'll still be going strong. It'll still have integrity. It'll still be what people love. Um, it'll still be something people can connect to. I just I know that much, but I'm, I don't even know where it'll be. Frank, can I ask how old are you? Twenty four. That's beautiful. So, yeah. if twenty four year old Frank had a sit down talk with a eighteen year old Frank, how would that conversation go? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have definitely let him know um, that patience is is something that can't be rushed. Like you can't. You know, you just kind of got to go through experience and, and learn to be patient with things. Um, I would definitely tell him to focus on things that he loves. Uh, that's big. Yeah, that's big. And to right stay now. stay connected with your with your family and friends. You know, that's the most important. Like time and family and friends is the is the most important thing in the world. Period. How do you balance though? Like, how do you find the balance between you know, constantly? Just rushing and and chasing the evolution of Frank, and yeah. still having family and and chilling. How do you do it? Yeah, I, I Facetime my mom every day. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? I Facetime my mom every day, and she keep me grounded. She still stay back in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um. So when we talk, we have real conversations about real things. It's easy to get jaded, staying out in LA. Like I'm kind of disconnected from the problems that you know people my age are going through back where I'm from, and then. Over here in LA, like sometimes I catch myself, me and McFlops, like, yo, listen to what our problems are right now. Like, these are amazing problems to have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, amazing. The problems I had when I was 18 versus the problems I have now are like totally different. Um, So it's just things like that. I think it's just, a, it all comes down to like reflecting and, and talking to people that really know you. Like, uh, talking to my boy Brandon or sitting down, me and McFly hang out every day. We live together. So it's like, we have real conversations every day. And like I said, I FaceTime my mom and I talk to my grandma. I try to call her at least, uh, at least a few times a month, you know? Do you, do you believe in like, do you believe in God? I believe we're all gods. Um, so I definitely believe in God. I I just believe in a different, a different variation of that. But Um, is, is your spiritual health very important to you? Yeah, very. So I definitely okay. believe in a in a higher power. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's no way like I just look at the makeup of our body and anatomy and stuff and how you know our heart works with our lungs and with our kidney. Like that's somebody created that. You know what I'm saying? That's insane. Like this might be one of the highest forms of art of like the human body. So uh, I definitely believe in God, but um, just the not Bible, the traditional God. Yeah, you know. See, the I Bible always tell is, people as long as you know it's something, as long as you yeah. know that there's a higher power, there's something bigger than us. I don't yep. care what you define it as, what you call it, as long as you recognize yeah. it, then yeah, then it, you know. I mean, you look around the world. There's a lot of people that are more impacted by. Um, let's use, you know, let's use Kanye for example. You know, he got kids that believe in him way more than they than they believe in the Bible. Right. You know what I'm saying? They read in his tweets like they the Bible. So it's a lot of different variations. You know, they gave they gave people something to believe in when they when the man wrote the Bible, um, which is amazing. Right. 
Um, but there's a lot of things out there that people live by. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people looking at uh Dr. C B, you know, like he like he's a guy, you know, believing in everything he did and everything he said. So, you know, like you said, as long as it's you know, you believe in something, you give people guidelines and something to look forward to and something to go by, something tangible that they can hold and read. I think that's important. Yeah, I think I think you wanted something there. And um Frank, I, I appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me. Uh you about to get like a flood of like good looking lead tagging you. Yeah, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Nah, I, I I appreciate that, man. Uh, what's this what's this on right now? Is this is this recorded? Like it's Yeah, yeah. Or... I I record out, out of Gotham Podcast Studio in New York and uh Okay. Um I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have it out. Give me give me Monday tomorrow or Tuesday. Yeah, no yeah, rush. I, I was just wondering. I'm going. I'm going to send it to you. It's going to be on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, everything uh, aside oh, amazing. from title. Yeah, and I'm yeah. working on that title. I need that, but it's going to be yeah. on everything. Stitcher. Shout out to Rock Nation. Yeah, of course, of course. Deal. I'm from Bossy. Okay, <laughs> I'm from Bossy Project. I need that title deal. But yeah, um, facts. it's I'm I'm. I mean the show the show's doing great. You know what I'm saying? I'm number one out of my studio. I'm number forty. Nah. On top hey, congrats 200. on all your success, you. man. Thank this you. is uh, this is what it's about. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you reaching out. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share yeah, thoughts and opinions and views. I think this is this is what's important, you know? Yeah, I appreciate you getting back. Like I, I was nervous, son. Like I'm like, nah, yeah. he's he's doing amazing. Like he don't know I'm amazing. He's not gonna hit me. Yeah. And it was nah, like I quick. Tell people like, you know, the DMs is cool, like, you know, sometimes I get back, but I be getting like hundreds of DMs. Mm-hmm. So like the email is something that's like it pops up different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I always get back in the email, like easy. Nah, I appreciate it. Um, just for the sake of of the show and uh, my listeners know I'm a super fan. Just let them know where they can find yeah. you. Yo, my name is uh Frank Have Mercy. Uh, that's all one word: F R A N K H A V E M E R C Y. Frank Have Mercy on all platforms. Uh, you know, Instagram and Twitter are are what I use the most. So. That's what's up, man. Yo, Frank, man, good looking out on this. Um, as soon as I got it ready, it's it's I'm gonna tag you and everything. I'm I'm gonna email it to you and all of that. Nah, I appreciate it, man. Shout out, thank me later podcast out of NYC. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. All right, peace.